Are you currently enjoying the show on the Stitcher app? Then you need to know Stitcher is going away on August 29th. Yep, going away, as in kaput, gone, dead. Rest in peace, Stitcher, and thanks for 15 years of service to the podcast community. So switch to another podcast app and follow this show there. Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen. Attention, Austin guitar players and bass players. Are you in need of setup or repair on your axe? Well, I have the guy for you, gang. That's Jason Swedberg over at J. Scott Luthery, and you can find him at J. Scott Luthery on Instagram. Now, if you listen to the show, you know I've been talking about Jason for years. Why is that? Because I've been taking my guitars to Jason for over 20 years. Not only does he do the best job, but he has the best prices and the fastest service in town. Again, find him at J. Scott Luthery on Instagram. Not only is he doing an amazing job, repairing and setting up guitars he is now building guitars that's right he built me an sg junior which i have and it sounds amazing it feels great it's it's the very first sg junior he ever built i've got a j scott luthery sg junior you can go see him at uh, j scott luthery on instagram get a guitar built get your guitars fixed get them set up it's time man they've been hanging on the wall all through COVID. now it's time to get them out get them fixed and get out there and play J. Scott Luthery on Instagram. Let's get down. And you may ask yourself, well, how did I get here? It's time for How Did I Get Here? Johnny, I'm your host. Welcome to the show. I hope you guys have all had a good week, whatever it is you do during the week. I want to thank you for tuning in to episode 1304 of How Did I Get Here? Because I know you have a lot of choices out there, and you've chosen this episode on this day to uh, to listen to it. And listen, gang, if you're listening to this show the day that it comes out, that's Friday, August 18th, and you live in the North Houston area, I will be playing guitar and keyboards tonight with Fastball. I've been doing that for about a month. I went to Michigan and Pittsburgh with them, but I'm playing with them tonight at Main Street Crossing uh, in Tomball. The show starts about eight. Go to fastballtheband.com to get some tickets. Listen, they're great. And if, if it's one of those situations where, you know, I've talked to some friends that are like, oh, I didn't know that they're still playing. You're like, yeah, man, they're still playing. They're still putting out records. They're putting out the best music they've, they've ever put out. They have a new album coming out next year. It's fucking great. We're playing some songs from it. Come on out, see the show, fastballtheband.com. Tonight, Friday, August 18th in Tomball, Texas at Main Street Crossing. All right. Uh, I've had a good week this week, guys. I've just been working on some music. I've done some podcasts. I've gotten into some stuff, but I do have a great show for you today. I, I do. I have, a, I have a really great show for you guys today. My dear old friend, Ray Prim, is back on the show today. Now, he's been on the show a bunch of times. He was on our very last live show, episode 800 at Cosmic Coffee. He was there. He was fantastic on that show. Always a great guest. He's on about once a year. I don't know. He's been on probably like six or seven times, I believe, maybe five times. I don't know. 
He's been on the show many, many times. We worked together in the artist development program at Austin Music Foundation a couple years ago. I got to watch him record some music. Got to see the way that he works with his band. Got to see his songwriting process. And, I've, you know, knowing him since the 90s, I've watched him grow as an artist. You know, I've seen him go from like the lead singer of a band to like now he's producing his own records, recording them at his house, uh, producing other artists, putting out their records. It's just doing an amazing amount of work and such a prolific songwriter and such a great, great, great songwriter. He's got a brand new EP, a six song album, if you will, coming out on uh, Friday, September 15th. That's a while away, but this is great, man. It's called Six. It's probably his best work yet, man. There's some really great music. He covers a lot of different ground, too. You know, there's a funky jam. There's a mellow jam. There's even like a 70s song that sounds like, almost sounds like the theme song for a TV show. So it's so odd. It's outside the box for Ray, but that's the kind of artist that he is, constantly challenging himself, constantly rising to the occasion and to the challenge, if you will. He's got a great song on there. He uh, he was having a tough time during 2020 or 2021 and uh, and was having a hard time with aging and, and that kind of thing. And he went to go see a therapist and uh, he ended up writing a song about his fears and anxieties about aging. And it's a song called Mr. Midlife, which is the song that kicks off this EP, six, great, great EP, amazing EP. This this song is great. You'll hear it. I'll play a little bit of it. You'll get a little teaser before you can buy it on September 15th. It's also coming out on vinyl. All right, so uh, Ray's been super busy, man. He's been playing with his string quartet. He does uh, duo stuff with Mexican Chocolate. Uh, he, he started Ghetto Lounge Productions where he's, he's producing other artists. You can find all this stuff at rayprim.com. But he's also been doing his string quartet. He just did a show uh, at the O4 Center with them. And uh, he's just been doing really, really great stuff. Uh, he covered Bad Guy by Billie Eilish. Such a great cover, man. It's really fucking awesome. He does such a great job of everything he does. And speaking of which, I don't think we talk about this in the conversation, but on the EP6, he covers a mutual friend of ours song, called Long As It's Sweet. That's our friend Angel M, who is a, a producer and engineer who lives out in Joshua Tree, California right now. Very, very busy, very successful uh, recording producer and, and artist. I've had her on the show. Amazing. But she doesn't play out as much and you don't hear her music so much, but it was really such a great surprise to hear this fantastic cover of such a beautiful song, Long As It's Sweet. I don't think we talked about it on the show, but I, I, I thought I should give it some love. And gang, Ray is celebrating the release of Six with a big release show at the Stateside Theater at the Paramount with special guest Tom Meany. And all that takes place the day that the record drops on September 15th. But that show is sold out. <laughs> Congratulations to my dear old friend for having a sold out show for his, uh, for his uh, record release. Go to rayprim.com. Find out when you can see him because I know he'll be doing other stuff. Find out a way to get this vinyl if you can get it on vinyl. I really love Ray and I'm really proud of of. of who he's become as an artist and the funny and sweet connected dude that he is. So it is my pleasure uh, to bring you this fantastic conversation with me and my dear old friend, the amazingly talented Ray Prim. Let's get down. Oh uh-huh. 
How have you been, man? I haven't seen you in a long time. I've been good. I've been good. Just doing the same thing, man. Mixing. Finishing. Yeah, what's going on? Tell me about Ghetto Lounge Productions. Do you I, want? Are we up rolling? We're rolling, man. Oh, we are? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no. I was like, you want to say That's this for rolling. the podcast? Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, man. I'm, I I, um, I just finished that album, the, the album that we're about to put out, and now I'm working on, do you know Sydney Scott? Nope. You don't know Sydney Scott? Mm-mm. She's a songwriter here in Austin, Texas. I, you know Erica Michelle. Mm-hmm. So I had her on the show. Oh, you Who did? You? you did her record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I did she Erica. came on the show. So that's yeah. how I met Sydney okay. through Erica. Okay. So I'm getting all these people who re- refer me. And so she sent me Sydney. I think that's how that happened. And I did one single with Sydney, and um, she dug it. And then she hit me up and was like, can we do an EP? Mm-hmm. And normally I just like to do like one or two songs because it's just, I just, I kind of, I don't know. I just like to do one or two songs. I'm not really into doing a whole album with somebody, but but I was like, okay, I really like her voice, and I really like working with her. She's easy, so I was like, okay, I'll do it. And so now that's what we're doing right now, man. And are do you, you're engineering, producing, and mix it. You're you're the guy. Yeah. So so what I do is um I use Studio Drummer. I to, saw you have like a wrecking crew. Like you yeah. have a list of people, you got like two different choices for most yeah, instruments yeah. and stuff. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, so I use and I use studio drummers for the drums because right. um I just program the drums, and then sometimes I'll program the, the the keyboards and stuff like that if I want. Like if it's simple, if not, I'll use um Vince either Vince who lives in North Carolina. I like him for the funkier stuff, soulful stuff. Uh, Is he the guy that plays on uh, your song "Have Mercy"? Have Mercy, yes. On the new album, yes. Okay, yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. that's him. Okay. And then I use um, James Clark for the psychedelic kind of stuff. Like okay. he's really good on synths and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. So I use him on that kind of stuff. And then um, bass, I either use well this album. I'm gonna use I'm gonna use uh, you know Amanda Jarman. I know that name. Yeah, I think so. Sydney's probably gonna play some live stuff, live stuff. So I was like, well, since Amanda lives in town, why not use her? And then she'll be your bass player. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And do you do you cut there at your house? Like mm-hmm. you cut the a whole bass, band. Yeah. You can do a whole band there. I can do I can do two. I've got a UAD. Okay. It's Apollo Twin. Right? right. So since I'm doing the drums, that's main the main stuff I need all the mics for anyway. Out the out the window. I ain't got to worry about that. Vince has a studio at his house. Um, James has a studio at his house. So they just send me the tracks back. I've been lucky with Vince and them. Like they'll send me one cut, and I might say, Hey, can we do this? Do that. Or making me do this, do that, but there's not many times I need them to change anything. They just knock it out. Or they yeah. send it to me in MIDI, and I can pick what I want. All oh, right, sonically. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. And then bass, I lay down the first ideal of what I want, and then I either send it. I used to send it out to Gucci, who, who, who's um, he's be my bass player who lives in um, he lives in California now. Yeah, and he'll, you know, I got the basic ideal, and then he'll make it fancy. Yeah, and whatnot, and so. But I, you know, that's what I've been doing. And then usually I'll work with their their guitar players, like you know, sure. whoever they're gonna play with. Right. I mean, I have a guitar player. I, I actually don't have a a set guitar player. I've used Dave Sure. I've used Tate. Um, have Tate. You, yeah. well, Tate. I, I, Tate for my band. I right. use it for okay. my stuff. But I'm talking about like other clients or whatever. But um, Dave's amazing, man. Oh yeah, I do use Dave. Seems like you could use him for everything. Huh? He's a really good drummer too. But I don't need drums. Oh, I, right, I have right, no way to right. record drums. Like, right, right. Let's, let's say want me to, let's, they want to pay for it. Like, right. If they want to pay and go to a studio, I'll do that. But I'm saving them money because it's just so easy. I've got the template, and I've gotten to the point now. I know how to move MIDI around. It's just like 
if there's a beat, and if I don't, I'll, I'll, I know how to do it with my fingers and start off and just get it to the point quantize. Man, it's like I've got that stuff down to a science now. It's like it's so easy for me to make the beats. It's like you know what I mean. It's like it's just easy. So then, um, I'm trying to think what else. Who else is a guitar player? Oh, I'm, and for this record, I'm gonna use Daniel David. You know Daniel David? Mm-mm. She's gonna use Daniel David on on electric guitar, and her dad plays horns. So we can use him on horns. Okay. And then still see, I use her on violin. Who played horns on this record? What was the song? I wrote it down. K uh, Flat. On backstroke. K, K Flat came over there. He wrote the, the the horn arrangement. That's great. He played uh, sax and then, no, he played the uh, trumpet and then, um, oh my God, Elias. Elias, Elias Hasslinger. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Played um, saxophone. Yeah, he did a good job, man. It's, that song started off as a, just a, just a, um, uh, 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 demo oh yeah mm-hmm. i got i got what's called on bass um harmony oh yeah so i was like i was like checklist check that off bam she she's gonna, great she's probably gonna sue me though she is no <laughs> no she uh, it was just it's supposed to be just a demo when i've tried i told her yeah i'm about to use this on an album but you know she's with them, them big wigs so you never know what the big wigs they may have her on, her on well, the contract pretty easy to sort no 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 she doesn't i don't she doesn't play on the records Oh, she on that play? dude's records? No, oh, she doesn't. No, no, no. She's just oh, okay, okay. That in that level, like if you're a solo artist, there are guys that do this stuff in the thing, and like, you know. Oh, okay, I never know because you never know. Like I know some you people know. that you can't. Right. Like you got your contract with this, or you're signed with this, and you can only record with these people. So no, I, don't, I didn't. I didn't no. know. I love playing with her, man. I she I got her to do a show with me and my band uh, when everything started opening back up. I did a show at three ten, and she played. That was fucking oh, okay. awesome. Uh and uh, uh, Rosie. She just bit, bit into something that she, she'll need to be Yeah, she's into. terrible. Um, but also, I just did this Paul McCartney birthday show with her. Like, oh, we yeah? were in the band. Yeah, it was super fun. Where was that at? It was at El Mercado. Oh, El Mercado, so, yeah. 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 I want to, I mean, I want to use, I've got two, I got, I've got two bass players now. I got Jason Cherry, who's my main one, who I've been, I've been lucky to get good bass players. And then Amanda went for backup. Yeah. And then, um, and then if I if she can't make it, I'll use. Um, I haven't used him yet, but Tomar's bass player. Um, now nah, I can't remember his name. I can't remember his name either. Oh, don't listen. If you listen, don't be mm-hmm. mad at me. Um, he won't be mad at you, man. What is Tomar's bass? He's because he's got a nickname. Like, was so he was so good. So we would play. We played this house concert. This is how I found him. We're playing this house concert, and I don't like. I don't even like bands without bass players be honest with you you know don't don't get me started i don't i'm just not crazy about it. a band that doesn't actually even have a person bass, playing bass playing bass on stage okay. it's not yeah, just weird. not my thing i just love bass so much you know what i mean so it's hard for me to get into it and um but here i am i'm gonna play this show without a bass so i'm up there playing and i'm just hating life i'm like this freaking sucks it's like this just sucks and then all of a sudden <laughs> he comes out the door and he's like Need a bass? And normally, I'm real stickler about not letting people just jump on stage with me. That's a scary instrument. You, you know hear the clam I mean? on a bass, everybody hears it. You, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I'm like, I, at this point, it's a house concert, a little house party. It was at um, Paige and them's house party thing. I, during during um, South by Southwest. Okay. They had a little house thing. So I'm just like, at that point, I was like, man, come on, please, just jump on. I, I, any kind of low end to help me. Man, we played that song, and it was like, he played it with us. Like he recorded it with us, yeah, yeah. and I was just like, 
oh man, who is this? Yeah. I was like, golly, you are good. It's like, give me your information. And I got his information in my phone. But it turns out he plays with Paige and them and he also plays with Tomar. Oh yeah. He's Tomar's bass player. And I was like, yeah, it makes sense. You can play those soul licks. Because I love those soul, like give me the throwing those soul licks and stuff that I like. And he just, man, he laid it down, man. We were just all like, you should have jumped on stage two songs ago. Yeah. If I'd known you were going to be here, so. All right, stay on that mic. Oh, oh. I'm noticing you're looking around. I mean, oh, yeah. I'm not Because you know what it is. Me and microphones. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, it's just me oh, and microphones. Yeah. I can't. Right, right, right. I'm trying my best to get close to it, but I can't. Last night, at uh, yeah, Volstead Place is small enough where you can just walk out in front of it like I did that a bunch last night. Wait, you played a, you did an open mic? No, no. Uh, uh, Joseph and I played at Bullstead last night. You didn't bring your own microphone? No, I did. Oh, I just oh. went out in front of it anyway since the room was small. It's fun to do oh, that Oh, okay. That's what you're saying. There was yeah. a guy when I was coming up in Houston. He lives here now. He's fucking amazing. His name's David Rice. You know him? He's David got a great Rice. studio here. Mm-mm. Amazing studio. Um, he, uh, It's called The Clubhouse. And uh, I saw him. Like I used to go see him all the time. And I, that was one of the things that I just always was like, man... It it seems real weird, but it was literally like the most engaging thing you can do in a show. Oh, like get that. off the mic! Like it's so weird that immediately the crowd gets completely quiet and is like, so there's like a weird thing happening. I did that at North Door. You did? That's for, yeah. There's a good room to do that. Yeah, for for when I did my CD release, I got off the mic and sang a little bit um, in front of the people without the microphone. Got to be able. You can't do that if you're Elliot Smith, man. You got to have a loud ass voice like you and me do. Oh, Elliot. Yeah. <laughs> you can't just go out there and whisper. No, you can't. No, but it was a pin drop in there. Yeah, it's good. It's a good situation if you can get it down to that. But yeah, that was that was a good time. I know what you're talking about, though. I've been to the Volstead before. Yeah, I played. Um, I sang backup with um, uh, rest her soul, uh, um, Esther. Esther. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That's what God, we. God, lost a lot of people. God, huh? fucking ra- like Rash, Brad Hauser passed away. Was yeah, Esther was a while ago. Esther was a while ago, yeah, but like last week, ago. it was like. Tony Bennett, Randy Meisner, Sinead O'Connor. Tony Bennett passed away? Yeah. He was the first. That, yeah, it all kind of got. There were so many people dying so fast. They were like. Wow, I didn't yeah, know that. The first guys were getting kind of overlooked. Yeah, that's a shame about Brad. Yeah. Yeah, he was a great guy. Um, I met him twice. But it was good? Yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah it was great. Yeah. Great. Great. I mainly talked to him through. Matter of fact, I just talked to him through social media. Mm you know how that is but i've only met him in in real life i think twice maybe twice yeah so, so dude let's talk about this record it's fucking it's great man i guess it's an ep right six songs is an ep or six yes, songs a record it's, it's an it's an ep okay. it's an ep uh, and it's on a six. record and thank you so much for bringing it you had a lot of people on here oh man barbara nesbit akina adderley wendy colonna yeah they're on that no, patrick that's Buta, yeah of course elias emily shirley jason garcia I like Jason Garcia a lot, man. That He's cool. Great. Um, yeah, they're my songwriting group. So it would start off like they're they're the ones in that back singing the back on the backstroke song. Uh huh. They're the, that crowd noise. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. And so, so I so when we were writing a song in the group, I was like sent it out and said, "Hey, you know who wants to be on this thing? I'm about the this demo we're doing. It was once a week song, the 1159 club. Mm-hmm. Are you in that group? No. And so it's the 1159 group and. They're the ones who all hit me back. Man, it's funny how I came about this. I was trying to get a gig at uh, Antone's, right? And I just finished 1159 thing. So I had four songs and I had some other, two other songs of just messing around. And so <clears throat> I hadn't really planned on 
working on an album or anything. I was just something I was just gonna let those things sit there and see what happens. And then I was reaching out to Zach to get a, a gig at um, Antones, and he was like, "Well, I don't have anything at Antones, but are you working on a record?" And my mom said, "Whenever somebody has a question." Say and it yes. sounds promising. Yeah, yeah. Say yes. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. So I said yes. Yeah. Because I'm always working on something anyway. Yeah. He's like, well, I, I might have this thing where we get sponsored. Um, PNC Bank and and um, and Paramount are going to sponsor people to play stateside at the Paramount. That's great. And I was like, <laughs> stop playing with me, man. I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to go. So I was like, and I had the songs, you know, and. So man, they sponsored. They they hooked us up with. There's no way I would make. I, there's no way I can make that record by myself. Like vinyl is ridiculously expensive. I don't know how people are doing it. I don't think I'll ever come out of pocket myself to do this. Uh, my room. So they did that. Yeah, they were, that was part of the thing. Yeah, they oh, paid for that. That's great, man. Yeah, they paid for. There's no way. Would you make I, a I thousand? Make, uh, or? Uh, a thousand? No. Oh, no. I don't. I don't want that many. Two hundred. 200 okay yeah no my room's already got right right yeah big yeah boxes, boxes and cds you know what I'm like, yeah, just, yeah, yeah. i was like i don't want no boxes or records <laughs> these boxes they're not light either it's like that's like no 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 they're stacked on my floor stacked in this thing yeah yeah i yeah, was like yeah. they only put like um <laughs> 20 records in a box it's like y'all can't i'm like man this is crazy no man so yeah so i did that and then they that's they also paid me to record it but they give you money to go to a studio I'm the studio. Yeah. So I got the money. Yeah. And made my record. So <clears throat> saved me money. On, well, you know, finally got paid to record myself. That's amazing. So it's great, man. And they're making, helping me make t-shirts. So I'm getting t-shirts. Is it that one that's uh, multicolored with yeah. you leaning back? God, that's a cool fucking yeah. shirt. Emily man. Wolf. Emily Wolf, man. Yep. She's great. Not, She's not, not Emily show. Wolf. Not Emily Wolf. No, Emily, Emily Shirley. Emily Shirley. Yeah. I was just thinking about Emily Wolf because I was listening to her on the way here. She's great, too. Oh my God, I love that girl, man. That girl, I, I love her. But I was just listening to her on the way here. <laughs> I was like, that's funny. Emily Emily Shirley. Did Emily that. Shirley, yeah, yeah. She's really talented, man. She's coming yeah. on the show for like the first time in a few weeks. Oh, she is? Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, she's a great songwriter, great yeah. graphic designer, great musician. Um, and a great musician. Yeah. I'm going to get her to do, I'm working on, you know, I'm working on something else. I'm working, I'm working on an all unplugged, I'm working on an unplugged album, and then I'm going to play the show with an all female band. At a at an O four center in February, but um, it's gonna be broken down. It's gonna be just called Unplugged. Some of the songs I've played before, and then some of the stuff that um, a couple of new ones on there. I just restarted my all girl band. You did? Yep. Yeah, I'm. I, this might be a it's one fun. off. I, I made too many. There's too many people in the band. It's like it's this guy. This has nine because I, I can't. I gotta have Mexican chocolate. <laughs> yeah. So it's like I I uh. I have a couple of questions. I, I did the very first one I ever put together. It was a great idea. And it was like in 2003. Angel mm. was in it. Mm. And I like every great female musician, I had them all over. And we like sat down and I played them some song ideas because I wanted to do all this new music with them. And then one of them went to the bathroom. And the other one said, is she really going to be in the band? Because I can't stand that girl. And the, like the first time I ever had it, there was like a, a serious, like nobody liked each other. Are you serious? I don't think Angel was part of the people that didn't like each other. But there was like, it seemed like there was a problem with like three people with other people. And I was like, oh, this is weird, man. I'm not going to, like, this is the first time we're all getting together. Like, that's weird. So I ended up not doing it. But then uh, I did one. It was like Susanna and Nina Singh. Remember her? Yeah. And oh, yeah. Kathy Valentine. And this... 14 year old girl that was an awesome bass player 
and uh, Savannah Welch and stuff. But then I ended up just doing it with the blue bonnets, which the is what bon- I'm doing. The blue bonnets. Uh, Kathy Valentine and Eve Monsey and. I don't know them. I know uh, Kathy. I've heard of Kathy Valentine, but I don't know them. Yeah, anyway, this is. I'm putting. Yeah. It, I mean, we only have like two or three practices. So hopefully, they get along. I mean, I think they get along. Amanda's, but the one, the ones I chose, they're so easy. I can't see them not getting along. It's never happened to me again. That was just oh, the okay. one time, and I just remember being like, "Wow, this is fucking weird." Like, I've never had a first meeting with people that I don't like that guy so much. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've had situations where I play with different people that like, they just rub me the wrong way. Um, all right, so uh, so they gave you. That's awesome that they gave you the money to record this record. Oh yeah, give me the money. It's almost like having a label, but you get to make all the decisions, right? They exactly. Don't, they're not. They're not. They're not. They didn't have to approve artwork or mm-mm. the songs or anything. Nope, nothing. Matter of fact, I just get a check. That's better. I, that's better than. <laughs> that's better. Than, you know what I'm saying? It's almost better than any other sort of. I was gonna say it's better than Black Fred. I don't know exactly, but I mean that's pretty awesome. Well, Black Fred, Black Fred for me was easy because. They wanted me to just make a demo, and then they were going to give me money for the demo. And I was like, I'll make the demo right now. So when I made that, that record in 2017, I did the whole album at my house first. Oh, really? Yeah, and then re-recorded it with Omar. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah, so that's what I did. I was like, so, so, I, so I can get that money. So I gave them that money, and bam, they gave me a t- check for $10,000 first, and then bam, then I went and got the, what did I do with the other seven? Oh, the other seven I um It's pretty great though. Spent it on um um what do you call it? Publicist. Uh-huh. Publicist and then getting them CDs made. And I still got those CDs. Still. Yeah. I've got like Are you making CDs of this or no? No. Who's buying CDs? No. You know what I wish they would I wish they man, I swear to God I wish it would go back to that. It was just to me it was just the best medium we had. I mean it's just easy to carry, sounds great, has artwork, checked all the boxes. Now with these and the way that the weather is, you can't. No, you have to take them in and out. You have to take you these have with to. you. And yeah, I have you can't to even leave them in your like, car for ten minutes. I was probably. telling Shane, I was like, if like the the, the electrician, um, um, what do you call it? The Austin Energy was talking about they may have to turn electricity off. I was like, well, how long? Because I, I got can't these get, records. Yeah, so I can't yeah. get my house all hot. Yeah, and I've got these records. I was like, do I need to go home and pick them up and take them to work with me? I'm like, this is craziness, man. Yeah, it's just, and it's just they're just so bulky, like. You can't just put them in a... I don't know how... I have to figure out because I want to put them in a suitcase and carry them around. But I've got these boxes. i got to figure something out. But this is my first first vinyl. You ain't got to worry about people um, taking them home and dubbing them and stuff or whatever. That's, that's one thing. CD burning them. Taking yeah. it and putting it in a computer. But I'm not going to make any. I'm just going to put that... It's, gonna, it's just going to be that and I'm going to put them on a USB stick. So it, when it, com- it, it comes out on the 15th? Yeah. Okay. So it comes out on the fifth. That's Friday the fifteenth, and Friday that's when 15th. you're doing the show at the Paramount Stateside with special guest Tom Meany. Yep. Tom Meany's gonna open up the show. Yeah. He's gonna. How's he doing? He's doing great, man. He's gonna. He's gonna. Um. Me and him are supposed to talk about somebody procrastinating. Me and him are supposed to finish this song, cool song called uh, Josephine. Okay. Cool song, man. Of his. Yeah. Awesome. Cool song, and um, he's just supposed to. He went. He said he wanted to go home and rewrite one of the lyrics. That's a year ago. Does he? <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't put out a lot of music, right? No, no, he just takes forever, man. He's just like he's got. He's sitting on side on top of some gyms. I mean, all we need to do to finish this song is one verse. That was a year ago. If you're listening, Tom, that was a year ago. He said he's gonna fix it. I, I looked at my because I I looked at the last time I logged into Josephine. That was a year ago yesterday. Shit. 
year ago. So I'm like, I'm supposed to put out his, he's got like that song. He's got two other songs we're going to work on. And I was like, well, I got to move on. So now I'm going to work. Now I'm working on um, Sydney stuff. And then I think I'm going to do one song with um, Amethyst. You know, Amethyst? Mm. She's a young songwriter. I mean, all these, I mean, all these people, all these people through um, Erica. And so she's got one song. I was like, you know, I'm always down to do like, like I say, one song with somebody. Right. Because I feel like I'm still learning. Yeah. So I'm not really trying to take people's money right now. The whole album's a tough, a tough. Yeah. Like I, I did that a couple of times and it, it, it can, it's hard. Yeah, it's hard. It's like you want to, then you got to start thinking about concepts and figuring out stuff like that. Do you want to do different kits? Do you want to do all, yeah. all these decisions that you don't want to really want to do? So I've got up to five songs in me that I can do, but I, I after Sydney, I'm just doing one song, if it ain't mine, maybe two, and then helping people pull out singles. Because, I mean, now you can really just release singles on Spotify. You know? Yeah. Just, just come to me for one so thing. So when, when, when does Six come out on the streaming services? Is it going to come out like a week later or something? Or Probably. I, I still right. got to set that up, don't I? Yeah. Yeah, I'll probably set that all up, go through CD Baby. That think about that. You can do that the week of, and then make it come out the next week. Yeah, and whatnot. So I'll probably do that the week of, and 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 I'll probably do it when I get home. Actually, just go and get out the way. Yeah, and um, the only thing about it is, it's 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 mastered to for that. I don't oh, know if it makes vinyl. a difference. Right, right. And I'm not, I'm not doing both. So if it if it sounds weird to y'all, I don't care because I'm not I'm not doing two mastering. <laughs> y'all got who masters that. your stuff. Kevin Butler, I love love work on him. I know that guy's name is he at Tiranova or something. Yeah, or was? He, his test tube, test tube, his test okay. tubes. Um, I like it because he's helping me learn too. He'll tell me stuff that I need this and that. All right, that's always good. Yeah, yeah. He's got the patience to like say, okay, why don't you try this when you got this mids and stuff like that? Because I think he also mixes, so he's been helping me out. That's where that uh, you see on that speaker. There's a blue piece of tape that says two fifty up one dB. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was from a mastering guy that. I was I was what? sending him my mixes and he was like, what he why, why don't you do this first before you send me this thing? Go back to all the tracks and and turn the bass up one dB. The, turn up the bass one dB at two fifty. That's one like, of the okay. hardest things I find is getting the bass just right and to speak, controlling the mix. Where you can hear the like because you need the low end because now there's like a sub mm-hmm. bass world, but there's also like a a, a mid range bass where you hear the notes. Yeah, and you could learn what the notes. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know it's what the hard, notes man. Are. It's real hard. That's I have a hard time with it. I have I have a good t- I'm, I I've got a grasp on how to get vocal sound really good. But um the bass is kind of hard and then electric electric guitars give me a little problem. I'm trying to get those sounding thick and whatnot and done but you know Lang, you know Lang Freeman. Of course, he's great. Lang taught me a lot, man. Lang and Roger Blevins are my two senseis. They helped me a lot. Yeah. Um and um he's taught me folders inside of Pro Tools and how to use templates. So once you get a template, like of course not every mix is gonna be the same, but you can save a lot of time if you have templates for yeah. certain things, and then get, at least get yourself a starting point. Yeah, and so that's what I do now. You know, you know Primo, right? The alien, Primo, Mm-mm. the girl. She's in Kevin. Mm-mm. She's in. She's uh, an alien. No, that's just her name. Primo, oh the no, alien. I don't know. Her. <laughs> <laughs> so no, like, what? I know Texas. somebody landed or something. Uh, <laughs> is this is real no i don't know no she's uh she's fantastic but she was telling she's a producer as well and she has found that uh she's really excited to start using ai to clean up all of her tracks and stuff how does to that sort work? of do that stuff you can program it to to clean up your tracks to go in there and you can mm-hmm. i mean it probably takes what, some, what what program is it what i is don't it? even know i mean she I'm she wasn't you. using it yet but she said when i asked her what she thought about ai 
and what her take was on it, she was like, I'm excited because I'm going to use it for this kind of stuff. For the busy work. I'm that, telling you right yeah. now, that has, if they go somewhere and can, can find cuts and, and fades and get rid of dead air, that's perfect. That's the kind of work that AI should be doing. Like, I don't care what anybody says. If you, I, you come, if you don't like it, then you come over here and clean up my track. Yeah, yeah. It's like, that's the part I hate. It's like, it's like if you can search for pops and stuff like that and show me where pops and stuff like that, oh. save me. That's, that's perfect. Yeah, yeah. There, there's like, I mean, they're, they're not full on great. It's not the greatest mastery, but there's different mastering things where you put your song in and it's like a couple bucks or something and it it'll spits find out a master. A, it'll, yeah. Well, yeah, well, I've got, I've got, I've got a poor man's ozone does a poor man mastering, but I'm talking like, like put it on a track and just let it go and find, cause sometimes you're like, you're hearing something then you hear, wait, where's that? You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, you're yeah. listening. Yeah. Oh, popping! You're like yeah. now you got, especially if you have like thirty some tracks. Now you're trying to find which track it's in, right? And so, but if you got AI, that's the perfect stuff that AI needs. Now, these whole I, I, when we were doing our songwriting class, songwriting class, songwriting group, I did AI to write some lyrics, and I don't care what anybody say those. There was some cheesy ass lyrics. It's like I'm not ready for AI. What'd you ask it to do? To write a lyric. I forgot what the song was about. We had a prompt, and I put the prompt in there and said, "Write about that." And it wrote a song like "Roses Are Red," "Fire So Blue." Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I love you. You know what I'm saying? This I yeah. I ain't trying to do all that, but it ooh it did <laughs> it did write a good um I did use it to write my um the bio that I have right now. Uh huh. That's AI. Oh really? Mm hmm. It wrote a great bio. Did you use Chat GPT or something? Yeah. Okay. It wrote a great bio. It's it's if you even actually say, "Can you write a bio for me?" And it tells me list your details. I list all my accomplishments, yeah. which was like there's only two. And so, you know, it's like, it's like, <laughs> what are they? It's like black, black Fred and being born. And then, so, <laughs> and so you know, it's an artist development program. Oh, yeah, I forgot Remember about that. that. Yeah. I forgot, I forgot about Thanks, that. man. No problem. <laughs> like, I got to put that down. You know what? I got to go back and put that in chat. Instead of the rest of America. Blame it on chat BT. <laughs> I put it in it, forgot. <laughs> I'm blaming that on chat GPT. What is it? Is it chat GPT? GPT, CPT, I've been calling GPT, kind of stuff. I don't know what it's called. I Either mean, I don't know why it's called that. GPT. Let me ask you this. Uh, so when I put this record on, I first heard <laughs> Mr. Midlife. Oh. It's just like I know it's every day for me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I, you know, I came by, I was like, so after the after the um, the um, pandemic, you know, I felt like our, our, we were headed up, you know, before. Like yes. we, we had just played. Yes. Just played uh did did your did y'all some thing the next did did um um oh yeah uh, that's right that was a month before everything you know what I'm saying away. that's right yeah we did yeah, next yeah. um did a sold out show at uh at a Continental Club yes yes the like 2020 is my year baby yeah you know what I'm saying I'm coming out strong <laughs> yeah. bam right yeah so then since then clubs that we and I'm not calling the clubs out but clubs that we've played before that we've sold out won't return emails um. It's just gotten hard, right? Yeah, it has. And so I started getting like a little down. Like I was like having panic attacks. Have you ever had a panic? Yeah. I didn't know what it was. I thought I was having a heart attack. I was like, here I come, Elizabeth. And so I started having these panic attacks and and just sometimes was like didn't want like be on the weekend knowing I need to work on something. Right. Wouldn't didn't feel like writing. So you know she's like, well, you may may need to see a, a therapist. And I was like, man, I don't know about that. And so when I finally broke down and did, and then she was like wanting me to write my thoughts out and stuff like that and figure out stuff. Cause they, they don't, what I've learned about therapists is like, they ain't like they really tell you what 
the the, the key to life. Correct. They ask you a bunch of questions and yeah. make you figure it out. Yeah. I'm thinking um, once Ch- Chat GPT figures that out, I'm, no, I'm just I'm just playing. <laughs> so anyway, so I sat there, and um, when I went to go write it down, I was like, well, I don't want to write stuff. I've, if I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna write a song about it, and that's the song that came out of Mr. Midlife. Wow. Yeah. So that's where it came from. Mm-hmm. And luckily too, I was doing I was uh, right around 11:59 too. Okay. So all that was kind of happening. So it all was kind of like so, tying together. Uh, did you did do you not are you out of the panic and anxiety attack phase? Um, or? the panic and anxiety attack phase, I am. I'm I'm kind of like you know. You still seeing the therapist? I was for like was it two three months, and then I stopped. It's like once I started feeling good. I mean, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It ain't cheap. No. You know what I'm saying? So no. it's like it's like so like that. If they want to address something in in the healthcare system. They need to figure out a way to make that the copay and make it to like, because my insurance don't even cover it. Like, it doesn't even cover it. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm coming completely out of pocket. So, that's yeah, something. Yeah, I get like a, a, like, when I first went to therapy, and I was like signed to a major label and everything. Like, Sims paid like $90, and I paid like 20 or something. So, I ain't got that luxury. And then, well, now, like with Skyrocket, I'm sure because of your job, when you go fill out the sim stuff, they're like, "Oh yeah, sure, we'll toss you like five bucks." <laughs> Wait, but, <laughs> help but, you cover that life because <laughs> you, you just make too much. I mean, yeah, not I mean, that we make too much yeah, money that's by exactly. any means, but we make too much to qualify to be that's super exactly. poor and get our health uh, mental health care paid. That's for. exactly how it is with ham too. Yeah, I can't get ham insurance because of, of my job. So, um, and my but my job doesn't have great insurance anymore. No, I mean, there's not many jobs that have great insurance anymore. Like it's five thousand out of pocket. So I, I think I went for like I think I went for like a month and a half, maybe two months, um, seeing her, and then she gave me the tools to kind of work with it. And, I, and, I've, and I've already got her like I've got her in the back pocket. So if I feel like I'm going down that road, but she helped me with breathing exercises. Yeah. So if I feel like I'm whatever, and then um, that song really helped me. So every time I kind of get it, I just kind of like me having to sing it over and over again. I tap into that and I feel better. Um, so that's here. what you were feeling. You were it was giving you anxiety, like getting old. Anxiety. What I figured out is 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 was was me the fear of just me not doing anything at my age, like not accomplishing anything that I thought I was supposed to be, yeah, like yeah, I should yeah. be accomplishing. You know? Yeah. That's why I say the, the getting old is getting. The, uh, the, I think the fear of getting old is the trigger. Um, Are you fifty? Fifty-two. Fifty-two. Mm-hmm. Fifty-two. This is this is real gray. This ain't died. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I, you, you, when you get yeah, to a certain dude. age, you start to feel like people, like, I know it's in my head, but I feel like, you know, especially when clubs weren't, like, like I was like, this makes no sense. Like, clubs, I I would sell this club out, and I can't even get them to email me back. Like, yeah, what? Yeah. So you feel like they're trying to put you on a shelf, you know they're, what I'm saying? They are. I mean, and not that they are. Yeah. But there's new stuff. And it's shinier than us. Yeah. And I mean, that's what I, <laughs> and I had to come to grips with that. You know what I'm it's saying? It's tough, man. It's, yeah. it's, it's a tough thing to get, because there is that sort of like, I have it all the time, man. I mean, yeah. I do. I have it all the time. Just waking up today and seeing pictures from last night, I'm like, that's what I fucking look like when I'm up there. <laughs> like, <laughs> Jesus Christ, I'm fucking like some weird old guy, like trying to play a show. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's, yeah. it can get, it gets, like the whole thing about it. Like, yeah, it is, man. It, it, and it the worst part about it is you're way better than you were at the time when everyone wanted to That's what I'm trying you. to That's tell you. That's the worst fucking it's, part of the whole thing. I look back and I listen to Seven Stones albums. I'm like, <laughs> no. what the hell? Yeah. Like I had to do it. That's another thing I was also working on. You remember that band Prim I used to be in? Yeah, I do. So I went back and I listened to that Prim and I, 
we record we recorded with um um riser charles riser uh-huh. the first oh, yeah. one and so um i went back and listened to it. i was like these songs the recordings he did a good job but these songs need serious work so we went and did a, did an album it's called redemption and we recorded it I recorded the Ghetto Lounge, did it all, and I love it. I'm just gotta need. I need money to get it mastered, but yeah, because there's there's like there's no money coming into that band, so that's gonna come. You know what I'm saying? It's like right. that will come completely out of my pocket. Yeah, and labor love. Yeah, and there's ten albums. There's ten, so that's seven eight hundred dollars out of my pocket. So I'm just gonna I'm just waiting for the perfect time, like something yeah. will happen. But it's sitting it's, it's sitting in Dropbox, just waiting. I was like, it ain't like anybody's waiting for the album, but it felt good to make it. Yeah, and I was thinking to my, and I listened. I was like, if I had the skills I had when I was younger, more fit, better looking, yeah, moving around, can move around on stage, and know what I know now, yeah, I could have done something. Really, I think I think I really could have done something. But then you got to look at it too. You want just like Bill Withers said, you sometimes you just got to look around. This is about as good as it get, baby. You gotta, you gotta. Yeah, I mean, it's you know, it's the journey, really. Yeah. Is what you know, every day that we're doing stuff, we're getting to do that stuff. That's what it's about, not whatever someone gives you at the end of it. Yeah, and learning. You know, it's like yeah, it took learning. me this. Yeah. It took me this to learn it. Just wish I. You know what I wish I'd done? I wish I'd not played football. I wish right. I started in, of in, in yeah. like in grade school. Yeah. You know, when those little kids were making fun of me for playing violin, I wish I just had the strength to ignore them. Yeah. And then instead, I put the violin down and went and picked up a football. And all I got to show for is bad knees and and, and, and sore shoulders uh, when it gets cold. That sucks. It very sucks very much. You don't have so. to worry about it getting cold anytime soon. But, <laughs> yeah, this is um, crazy. Oh, so wait, back to that Backstroke song. That song is awesome. It's like a 70. It's very, it's very non-Ray Prim. Like it's the it cheesiest. Not, I, tell, I tell you what, that's the cheesiest song I've ever written yeah. in my entire life. And I wasn't going to. But it's I good. I wasn't going to use it for anything. Thank you. I wasn't going to use it for anything. And Noel talked me into it. Noel's like. She loves the song. I was like, this is, the song is, all I'm doing is la, 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 la on the chorus. And I think the lyrics are kind of clever. I, I, was like, I was like, if I'm going to do this, I at least need to make the lyrics kind of clever. And, 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 and what it is, is it starts from day one to day seven. And that's what the prompt was. You have to write about seven days of something, uh, something I can't remember. And oh. So, yeah, so we had to write the number. We had to use, the, we, we were using numbers or something. And I think I had to use the number seven. The number seven had to be on the song or the number three or something had to be. Okay. Yeah, if you've never done one, these, one of these with Dave Madden, he has the weirdest prompts. A lot of times I don't even follow Dave's prompts. It's so weird. Mm-hmm. I, don't know, I don't know what he's talking about, right? Yeah, yeah. But this one, I think he had, we had numbers. Yeah, well, it was. It was numbers. Okay. And this particular prompt, you had to use the number seven. Okay. And so that's why I was like, so I'm, dar- I'm starting at day one and yeah. then we end up at day seven. Okay. Of falling in love. Well, fall in, you fall in love about day one, and about day seven, I'm out of love. So Right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's a good song. I mean, it was just, I thought it was really interesting that you were, like, really writing outside of your... Very. It almost sounds like you wrote a song for an 80s, like, family yeah. <laughs> television show. I mean, it, it kind of does. It, it has that it, kind it, of vibe. It, it really does, man. It's like, I, I, I wanted to do something <laughs> like, because, you know, when you're in a songwriting group, you'll try anything, you know? Yeah. Cause you're not really trying to do. You just want to see what you can do, and yeah. um, I just I, I really didn't think it was going to have any kind of what you call it. And then people hit me back. And I, was, and I always show Noel stuff, and Noel's like Noel from the Bell Sounds, and yeah, she, yeah. she loved it. So I was like, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna run. Dude, with their it. record's incredible. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, that thing's great, man. It's very good, man. And yeah. that's why I need. See, that's the next person I got to go learn from. 
I just got. I gotta go. Andre. Yes. Yeah, and her. She, I mean, she's doing. Oh, she's yeah. producing that shit. It's great. She. Um. I need to. I need to learn. Have um, you been out there to the Cedar yeah. Creek? I've been out there to when they played. Okay. I need to learn the technical stuff, like, cause a lot of the, a lot of the, the plugins and stuff. A lot of the plugins. A lot of hardware he has. I have the plugins. You know what I'm saying? So it's a matter of learning. I, I think I have, I think I know what I, I want to do. What I need to do now is bridge the gap of what I want done and how to get there. Right. To make it save time, right? Right. You can eventually, if you turn enough sure. knobs, you're going to find your way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I do. I'm, but I'm tired of being blind in the dark. I'm yeah. tired of like, I ain't got time to be sitting up, getting home from work at 4.30 and staying up to 11 o'clock to find a great kick. Right. And then I watch, <laughs> and I watch Blevins or somebody do it like, dum, 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 dum. okay, next up. Like, how the hell did you just get there? It's like, oh, because you know that this is the frequency you're looking for. You know if you dip it like this. If you know if you, it's like, right. you know what I'm saying? If you know if you put this plug yeah, in yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's just a matter of reps. Yeah. Like, you just have to record a kick drum like. A thousand times, right? A thousand times, and then you'll have it right. Think about it. It's never the same. Even with MIDI. Even though I use the same MIDI tracks, I can do a track and put the drums on something. And next thing, if the bass is not the same with it. Right, right, right. I didn't change. I have to change the whole thing up. Yeah. That's the, that's the thing that's so infuriating about mixing. There's no set rule no. to it at all. No. But it's a science in itself. And that's what I think I want to move to because, like I say, these clubs ain't, but there's going to be a point where they don't want anything on shine. They're going to want complete shininess and I'm going to be out the picture. So I'm going to. What do you uh, mean they want complete shine? Like in the recording? No, no. Oh, I'm talking right. about it on stage. Like eventually oh. these the venues are going to stop. Well, I mean, we're lucky because we have come up in a place that reveres music. I mean, last night there were people that have been coming to see me play for fucking 30 years. Mm. You know what I mean? What'd you play at? A Volstead. At the Volstead, yeah. Volstead. yeah. I played a Mr. Rocket Baby song for us. I haven't played a Mr. Rocket Baby song since when I was doing live streams in the pandemic. Were y'all doing like a, a, a back and forth? A, a, no, no. That gets old. So, me. y'all were out there with a band? No, just me solo. Then Joseph came up and did some songs with me. Then he played solo. Then I went up and did some songs with him at the end. On a, on a Friday night? On a Friday night. Early 7.30. Now that's, now that's, a, that's impressive. Yeah. Uh, you remember I used to do the, the um, Soul Riders? In, did you ever play with me on that Soul Riders in a round? I did. At Flipnotics. Flipnotics. That was, God, we had some good days. Those were fun, man. Well, Those were great, yeah. man. Friday nights. Golly, I missed that. I'm, people have been asking me to start it up again, but I can't find anything magical like that. Like another place where I want to do that. That Quackenbush's place is rad. That's right. Former Strange Brew. That's right. I, I really liked it. It is pretty cool, actually. Yeah, I played there the uh, a couple weeks ago. It was great. I wonder if they... Um, I need to reach out to them. See if I can do that. Because I, I just want to do it once a month, like I did. Give me like a Wednesday or... You always had great people like, on there, too. Oh, and, yeah, man. It's like... I lucked out. I was like... Even, even... You know who was about to... Right before close... And he, he might not remember this, but I was about to have Bob. Oh, dude, that would have been great. Bob was about to come out, yeah. and next thing I know, Flip Knox is closing down. I was like, golly, this shit is crazy. The most the most packed one I had was with me, um, um, Patrice, and um, uh, Casey Crawley. Oh, yeah, that's That one was crazy. Yeah. That was crazy. But we had good nights, man. I haven't seen Casey playing much around... I haven't Lately seen Casey around. No, me neither. Where's she been? I don't know. Let me look into that. Yeah. Because she used to um, host Cactus Cafe. Yeah. But I don't think Cactus Cafe is doing anything right now. That would be a good place to do it, too. Are they doing gigs? Or Like I say. Um, they don't call you. After the pl- pandemic, yeah. I used to email play places. And they don't yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, the, I've I've heard that a lot from people. It's, and, and, and that's another thing too. I was talking to some other musicians, and it's not just me. No, I mean there's a lot. Of, there's a, and I, you know what I do? No, no, I'm, I'm not not the. I'm not trying to throw shade on on people who book there, but uh, book any place. But the with venues closing, I can only imagine there's the venues closed, but the bands didn't stop. Right. So exactly. the the spots are just you know what I'm saying dwindling. Like, yeah, yeah. So I, I totally understand that, man. I get it. I get it. It doesn't, but it doesn't stop you from getting your feelings hurt. You know what I'm saying? No, and you got to own it. That's one of the things I learned too. It's like, ain't nothing. If you feel a certain way, feel that. Like, don't like, don't be ashamed of what yeah, you feel. Yeah, there's no. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. So, because it, I think what ends up happening is if you don't just deal with it immediately, then yeah. you're just microaggression. Anytime someone's like, "Hey, I'm playing this thing," like, "Why are they booking you and not me?" I know. Like, exactly. That's the worst feeling to have <laughs> in the world. You want to be happy for people, but why yes. is he playing that? I know. I should be playing that. I got a following. You know what I'm saying? Like, so. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to get rid of all that stuff. Um, hey, you know what I liked also? I want to make sure that I point out some stuff. First of all, all that you put out a lot of music since the last time you like you put out a lot of records mm. in the when last three been? years. You you weren't here. We did it on Zoom in the summer of 2020. Oh yeah, yes, yeah, so that I put was out our last. Central. Yeah, yeah. Well, right, right, we did because I was putting out Soul Riders Diaries. I was going to put right. out that one. That's exactly right. And <laughs> I had to cancel that show. So then I just started working on stuff, man. I was like, you know what? I got all this time. That's all you got is time. You know what? It kind of helped me out though with the pandemic because I was already working with people not coming over to my house. You know what I mean? Like I was yeah. already working with people who didn't have studios. Sure. So we just seamlessly did kept working. Yeah. So that helped with me and whatnot. Yeah, but I put out essentials. I put out um, I think I put out gray. Yeah, and you put out um. Oh, uh, uh, what's the no? You put out essential last year. Last year, and I uh, put out, you put out gray and uh, when it's all said and done, Soul Rider Diaries, and when it's all said and done, yeah. Um, wait, there was a line in here that I really liked too. Uh, 30 years to make it, 30 seconds to blow it all the smithereens on the song Who Knew. Oh, that's about Great Will Smith. Line. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, yes. Yeah, but the, the, the whole song is about Will's the, the whole thing about the slapping people. It, it started that song started from a Facebook fight. People, I was on Facebook and I was and I was just and I've been you know. I've, I used to just not scroll, but now I scroll because I'm just like, whatever. Yeah. But it was people were saying that um, I will never, ever watch another Will Smith movie again. I'll Why? never watch anything. And I was like, but he didn't slap you. I was like, yeah, it's like and, and, and it's a gray area. Of why he slapped what it's like. I'm not condoning anything he does, but I'm just saying people don't deserve second chances. Like we got to the point that's and I hate cancel culture. Like I can't stand that. Like he's just done. So that's why I was like, okay, you know what? I'm just gonna write a song about it, and um, that's what it's uh, with Smith. Who um, thirty seconds? Um, it's blown the smithereens. It's, right. it's, it's a play off his name. Okay. Oh, so, yeah. Will Smith. Smithereens. Right. Yeah. Blown the smithereens. So, and that was also the um, the prompt. Oh. So I was like, okay, that kind of helped me out. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna do that. So thirty years to make it thirty seconds just to blow it all the smithereens, and so. And the last line, I, I, I like the last line the best. Um, so here I stand, hat in hand, before you, a, a different man. I swear I am. I owe you nothing. You know what I'm saying? That's it. I don't owe you anything. Yeah. I, like, I'm going to be myself yeah. and whatnot. So I'm, I'm just waiting for it to apply to me. I'm, I'll sing it when they cancel me. Yeah. The cancel, <laughs> the cancel culture, like the, the, the understandable, like Harvey Weinstein shit, like, of course. That's of course. You yes. know what I'm saying? But, but this like whole... the fact that nobody, there's no human redemption left in, in the world. So why do we send people to prison? We should just fucking kill them. Right? I mean, you tell me. You're putting I'm, them you in there. You know what I'm saying? To... Like, 
just it's just the silliness of it. It's yeah. like I've had a friend, a friend, long friend of, that I've known for a long time, cancel me over something on Instagram. Like I, I don't, we don't what? even talk anymore. Dog, I'm not, I'm, I'm oh. not saying no names, but we don't even talk anymore. Dude, my dad and his ex-wife, my former stepmom, they have not talked to me since May because my dad stopped talking to me because we were talking on the phone. He was like, he had Fox News on in the background. He's like, hang on, let me call you right back. I'm like, okay. He calls me back like screaming, like, this is what you and your friends have done to our country. And I'm like, what? Dad, <laughs> dad, I'm literally still folding my clothes. I haven't done anything since we got off the phone. And we're having a great conversation. <laughs> literally has not talked to me. And I fucking pay part of his rent. Are you every serious? Month. Yeah. And my stepmom flipped out because I was like, uh, oh, I, we played Skyrocket played the uh, on Memorial Day. We played the uh, end of, of session. For the Texas Senate, we played uh-huh. their party. Oh, okay. And that was the Monday after the Friday that they had impeached. Trump? Uh, no, uh, uh, Ken Paxton, the attorney general. He got impeached? Yeah. Well, they started the impeachment. I thought, I thought right. say, they, sorry, they started. Sorry. Okay, yeah, yeah. I was like, I don't think it went uh, through yet. So that's when they started. Okay, so uh, so she called, asked what I'm doing. I'm like, oh, I'm going to play this gig. And she's like, oh, you think that'll be fun? And I was like, well, it could be, but it seems like it might, it might have a weird vibe. Like, I don't know if these guys want a party because... No one's going to be happy after having to do that. Plus, they're all Republicans. But my stepmom has no idea what Texas government is like. Uh. And so she just started screaming at me. She didn't know anything about Ken Paxton. She started saying, oh, is he a Republican? Yeah. Well, of course, because that's what they're doing. When that place should be investigating Hillary Clinton and Hunter Biden. And I was like, the Texas State Senate? They don't have any. That's not part of their fucking thing. Like, I don't know. I don't know what government class you took in Ohio, lady, but this is like. (laughs) <laughs> this is not how it works. It's not the response. And I was like, also, like, it's it's a Republican Senate. Yeah. Like, they're, this is, like, maybe you should read stuff. Like, same thing with my sister. Like, she was, say, my sister was like, well, the other day when they, the, the third indictment happened, she's like, oh, I definitely think there's some kind of conspiracy. I'm like, do you know what the indictments are for? And she goes, what? And I'm like, yeah. I mean. So your whole family's Republican? Yeah. Was that Republican? side, my dad's side. Uh, and have like have like aggressively, like not not cool about it. You can't have a combo with them. Man, it's not to me. I, I don't try to even get political anymore. It's just like it's just so. It's not. They're not Republican. Like the, the Republican Party is not the Republican Party used to be. It's like I've known. I've I've hung out with Republicans before in the past. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> like we had no problem. With, like like it's not like it is now. This this is just insane craziness. Yeah. Like it don't even make no sense. Yeah, like yeah. like. And you know what, too, it's coming from both sides a little bit because oh, 100%. the left 100%. can get a little too sensitive over stuff that just makes no sense. It's like, I'm in the middle, man. Don't try to, don't try to put me anywhere. I'm going to use my brain to think. I'm not going to cancel you just because of certain things. I'm just... That's one thing that I've noticed over the last few years is I am way more moderate. Yeah. Like, whatever I even would be. I don't even know what I would be. Yeah, I'm not... But I'm moderate. I'm yeah. a lot more than that. And you realize that America's like that too. Because remember a couple months ago when they were going to do the shutdown and they had to approve the budget and mm-hmm. the, the right people like the Marjorie Taylor Greens were freaking out and then these super far left people were freaking out. Oh, yeah, And yeah, then yeah. they pass it because oh, yeah, they yeah, have yeah. the actual votes. And you're like, okay, so most of the people are normal. Just all the people in the insane fucking edges <laughs> are the ones taking up all the air. Taking up the they, a, they speak the loudest. Yeah, they speak the loudest. You know what I'm saying? And we they're do. the most entertaining. And, but the, the sad part about it is that's how you have to get elected. It's like, well, at least on the right you do. To get yeah. elected on the left, you ha- you need to be center because 
I don't their their ideals are so far left that I don't know if that's ever going to happen. Right, right. You know, but the far the right man, it's just like you know what I don't understand is how do we have a government system where man has how many indi- I can't even keep, how many indictments does he have? Oh, Three, four. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Four. You can't go to McDonald's and get a job if you have two. Know, one indictment. Know, you know what I mean? I like, how are you? <laughs> he should automatically just be out the race. Like, you know what? Like, I'm I, sorry, but you cannot be running for for president, of the most important job in the world, yeah. with an indictment on you. Yeah. And it's weird because, you know, I feel like the whole country, especially since January 6th, there are very few people that will speak out that strongly against him because of what can happen to you. Yeah. I'm all those people show up and start tearing up your place. You know what I mean? It gets oh, yeah. very intense, man. Oh yeah, yeah. They got them scared. I mean, but I, I just, I, I just, I just don't understand it. Like it, 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 it drives me crazy. And then they need an age limit. I'm sorry, people about age, but 100, percent man. They, they, you yeah. should not. That thing that, that I saw with um, what's his name? Turtle, turtle looking. Oh uh, yeah, poor guy. What happened? Did he have a stroke? I don't know. Did they ever figure out what happened? He just stopped talking. <laughs> like I mean, come on, man. Like, like there's. A, like, yeah, I don't I wouldn't want to do the job at my age. Fifty two. Like there should be like 52, 50. Cut it off. Get some new blood in there. Get some people that can have the stamina because people go in like Obama went in looking young. Yeah. Oh, came that out, ages the hell out of you. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? That's <laughs> yeah. all I'm saying with Bernie Sanders. He'll go in looking like yeah. Tales from the Crypt. Come out as dust. Yeah. It ain't going to work. No, you know what I'm saying? I, mean, I love Bernie. Yeah. But the man had a heart attack without even going in there. That's too much stress. And I've learned that's another thing I learned, Johnny. Stress is a killer. It will make you sick. That's the stuff I was stressing out about. Is like once I got all that, like, it, my, like you know how your shoulders get tight. Like yeah. My shoulders felt like I was getting tight. My neck felt like I was getting tight. One point, I, I felt like I couldn't turn my neck, and I hadn't exercised or anything. Yeah, yeah. Once I let all that stuff, I get loose. It's loosened up, and exercise too helps with all that stuff. But man, once I got all that stuff down, but so I can't imagine going in. At how old is Bernie Sanders? Eighty some years old. Yeah, seventy some years. Yeah, Biden's like in his eighties. Eighties. Yeah. Trump is like eighty some. Yeah. No, they don't need to be running, man. Yeah, yeah, no, it's crazy. Man, they do not need to be running. I'm sorry. Yeah. I mean, it's, I hate to turn this into a political. No, no, no. But it doesn't. Happen. This is what my dad thinks my podcast is, though. Oh, it does he? Does he's never listened to it? I put out thirteen hundred episodes. He hasn't listened to one, but he's convinced that it's just people against Trump on a thing. Hey, have you ever? Have you ever followed me? I've got the funniest uncle. My, have you ever seen my uncle? Uh uh-uh. uh His name is June, Gene Salisbury. Uncle, this is a shout out to you. Anything I post, Johnny, anything I don't care what it's about, he will tie it to Trump and. Sp- Make it sound like we need to. I'll find one for you. Was, is he for or against? He's a, he hates. hates. Okay, okay. You're never going to find anybody hates Donald Trump more than my uncle. And I don't even know if I can. I can't remember if I, can't remember if I can curse on here. There was, yeah, you can't. There but was, I've never seen anything like him. Like my uncle, it's, it's, it's almost amazing what he can do to a, to a watch call. I don't, have to, I don't have to go far to find a, find a post. Let me see. I have an uncle that, that's anti Trump like that. Let's see here. Is he on this one? I'm surprised. He's usually and, he, and just everything I say, everything I do, whatever. Let's see if I can find one. Uh, it's, I'm, as America, I'm scrolling. Oh, here he is. My uncle. Now, now this is a post about me saying we've got six tickets left. Right. Okay. Congratulations, by the way. Thank you. Now, yeah. we've, now we're down to two. Well, by the time I get this, Damn. hopefully it'll be gone. Ray, that's a good date, man. 
that's my daughter, Janelle's birthday. I'm not going to mention Trump's name. <laughs> I'm not going to mention Trump's name because of the date. Oops, I'm sorry. I think I did. Y'all come out and date. It's like, but I mean, I found like one point, one point, he was getting into a fight with my other friends. Yeah. So I pulled him aside and said, listen, Unc, I'm going to have to block you like I did mama. Because my mom, I blocked my mom. I told her to stop preaching to everybody. She wouldn't stop. So she's blocked. <laughs> and so I pulled him aside. I, I, but I warned, just like I warned him, I warned him. I said, listen, I warned mom. I'm telling you, I'm a, like he's your sister. You're going to be sitting next to your sister if you say yeah, something, yeah, yeah. you know? And um, he's like, okay, I'm cool. I'm cool. I'm cool, nephew. And so I was like, you can say whatever you want. I don't care about you talking about Trump. But if somebody says something to you, don't get into a fight with yeah. them. That's all I care. Yeah. Man, he is. His in his in his in his kids. His kids were begging me, please block him. Please block him. I was like, <laughs> no, I'm not gonna block him. But he hates Trump, man. He absolutely. I've never seen anything like it. The man hates the guy. It's crazy. So, I mean, <laughs> he's so funny though. He's so funny. I wish I could have found one that he's actually talking shit about him. I have an uncle that was doing the 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 super cancel thing, and like, remember in 2020, the the guy that the CEO of the Goya that make all the, the Oh Latin yeah, 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 yeah. The, 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 um, he said he loves Donald Trump. And so then people on the left were like, uh, I'm not buying any Goya stuff. Then, then Milan, uh, not uh, Ivanka Trump posed at her desk with like all these Goya products, like the Trumps and Goya are one or whatever. Oh yeah. yeah. It was all weird. And then my uncle's like, let's, I'm boycotting. You better not get Goya. And I'm like, look, dude, I'm Cuban. Like I can't get any of my Cuban stuff anywhere except from Goya. So I'm not going to not eat what I want to eat because you're mad at Trump. And so then I just started reading about it and I'm like, you know why that guy said he loved Trump, Chuck? And he, my uncle Chuck's like, why? And I'm like, well, because Trump gave him a special award. And he's like, yeah. Because he probably donated a bazillion dollars. I'm like, no, I gave him a special award because they give out a million cans of garbanzo beans to homeless people every year. Uh. So you want to boycott that company? Like, just because of who they... And also, like, go through... Let me go through your pantry and see what your spaghetti sauce supports politically. You know what I mean? Where it's just <laughs> yeah. like, you can't yeah. just isolate one thing, too, because yeah. you're just a weirdo. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, that's... I'm just... You just gotta... I mean... Yeah. I see what you're saying. I don't really boycott anything, to be honest with you. I, I, I don't, I don't, I've got to the point where now I'm just like, I just try not to be too political. I mean, I, I do, there's one point I, I was only writing songs, political songs, it was like driving me crazy. I was like, okay, this is what I need to do. I'm just going to start doing my voting. When the season comes up, um, support who I want to support. Try not to get into it on Facebook as much as possible because what's called made this one guy who who's following me made a good point. But at the same time, I was like, I'm not going to do what you want me to do. But he's like, Republicans might like your songs too. And you shouldn't, you shouldn't isolate anybody. It's like, well, you know, you're right. But also shouldn't be quiet to the point where I silence myself. You know what I'm saying? If they, yeah. they know who I am. They can still like your songs too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. like either, you're either going to like it. If well, that's not the song you like, you don't like it. I'm know? drawing a blank on the song that we wrote or that you you recorded uh, with you wrote it, but you did with uh with the Austin Music Foundation. That what was the name of that song? And then you re-recorded it again. Oh, too much to lose. Too much to lose. Like to me, I mean, and that's more of a societal. It's more of a take on society, but it it it, it lives in the world that these people like people use those ideas as pawns in politics. 
yeah, yeah. that are in that song. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. And you address these things, and they were in a. I I just thought that that song was so. It's it's so hard to address something like that without being deliberate where there's a song like like say four years from now no one will relate to that song anymore because it's so specific to the thing but you covered a thing that i like and in a way i found it so uh i found it really powerful thank you and it wasn't beating someone over the head with a message you're saying something that's a real thing that's happening you know what i mean yeah 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 Yeah, i just i try to make like with the with the new one like miss midlife I tried to I tried to keep it open and just do different topics that people could relate to. You know yeah. what I mean? Like and leave it open enough for just it enough. apply to them. Just enough. Yeah. Just so, so I don't want to lead. You, the, the thing is, you don't want to lead anybody anywhere. Right. Exactly. You know what I'm saying exactly. I'm not trying to take your hand and tell right. you whatever. This this is what I feel. Right. You know, America's not the same for me and you. You know what I'm saying? That's just how That's I truth. feel. Yeah. But that could be anybody. Like it could have been a black person. It yeah. could have been for you. Yeah. It could have been for uh, a lesbian person, a gay person, whoever. Yeah. Like all the people, Trump people, it's not the same for them. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So that's what I wanted to do. I try not to, to lead. And I also try to 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 um put a, when I'm really preachy or whatever, I feel like well, I'm being preachy. I try to put, I try to make those as danceable as possible. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like take your mind, take your mind off yeah. of it. And what, that's, that's, that's why I was like with that cheesy song. It's cheesy as hell. But I am saying some things, you know, that that you know, you you fall in love too fast. Like some people, that, that that's the whole thing about that song. You you start swimming, and you you figure out where you're at. Now you got a backstroke out of it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. people nowadays, three days in, I love you. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Pump the brakes. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. let's get to know each other a little bit. So before we start moving in together and stuff like that, like so that's what that whole song was about. And I was like, because the melody, if you listen to it in the melody, like. If, it's just the cheesiest thing I've ever. One day in a time. But it's really good. It's, you know what it you sounds like? It. A Mentos. Yeah. Fresh <laughs> Which Mentos. sounds like, yeah, a, like a TV thing. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Exactly, what, exactly what it sounds like. <laughs> um, so let me ask you this. As far as like Mr. Midlife and what you were able to accomplish with expressing what was inside of you and sort of like letting go of some shit that was hurting you, mm-hmm. um, are you, are, is your songwriting moving more in that direction like do you feel yourself being able to i haven't haven't written anything since that album oh really i've been working yeah i've been working on other people's stuff okay okay so yeah so i don't i don't i don't that's that's good cool you said that i, I haven't because literally the last time i sat down really to, to really to write something was um for dave's po- podcast not Dave's podcast, that and write the write that album and then after that i had the prim stuff well prim was already written right, right. I'm just redoing all that stuff. Right. And then, then I started working on um with with Tom. No, not with Tom, but um with um man, I'm getting old. Stephanie. I can't remember no. people's names. No. Well Sydney. Sydney. Yeah, Sydney. Sydney. Yes, maybe you were right. I started working with Sydney stuff. Was gonna do something with Erica. And then Sydney came back to me and said she wanna work something. So I haven't been and then I then I was gonna do this unplugged album, got the idea for this unplugged album, and those are uh, there's only been there's only one new song I wrote. It's called Imaginary Lines, um, and I like the lyrics to that one. Um, it's a real sad song. But the um, unplugged album is just you, or do you have like the string section? It's with the quartet. So every time, That's so great. this is how I start off. Every time I play a show, the quartet, and we get off, people are like, where can we get to hear that? Right, exactly. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I got with the girls, and I was like, oh, the ladies don't want to fit nobody. Got with the ladies, and 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 I was like, oh, let's make a quartet album because. So we can sell it the next our next show. 
So I sat there, recorded all the strings. And you know, you do it with a click. So you have all the click. And I'm listening to this thing and I'm like, this is boring as hell. I was like, we can put it. One thing, doing one thing live, something live is one thing. You have the room, you have the intimate, I'm talking to you. I'm engaging you, whatever. But just listening to this on an album, just me and an acoustic guitar and some strings coming in and out. I was like, this is boring me. So I was like, well, I'll tell you what, I'll just add some percussions. Oh, you know what? No, 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 no. I just, I just, I just add a little, I just add some drums. You know, I just put yeah, yeah. drums with yeah. brushes, you know, yeah. we'll do that. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. This is what we're going to do. We're going to add, add some stand up bass and yeah. then we're just going to leave it like that. But I'm not going to mess with it anymore. I'm done with it after that. Right. So we we'll need some piano. Now it's a, you know what I'm saying? Now it's yeah. unplugged. So it went from being the chord strings. I was going to call the thing um, um, court, uh, live from the ghetto lounge with the string quartet. It's a mess. But now it's just unplugged from the ghetto lounge. Okay. So, not unpl- what is? It's funny. Thing? That's that's the the the. Uh, I don't know if you ever saw MTV Unplugged like when it first started and it had a host. Yeah, Jules Shear. Oh yeah, and people would just come out and play mm-hmm. on a song on their guitar. Mm-hmm. That was it. And then all of it a sudden, like, like it turned yeah. into that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like, exactly that's Aerosmith Live. <laughs> that's exactly how it went. It started with such and such. Yeah, and but it sounds really cool. I mean, it sounds it sounds really cool. I'm I'm trying my best. Not to add organ to yeah. it Cause, because I want to play it live. Right. So, and I'm gonna play it. I'm I'm gonna play when we play the show. I'm gonna play in the same order as the CD, mm-hmm. and I've got all the instruments. So I'm trying to keep it there. And also, normally I like to stack strings uh-huh. and stuff like that to make it bigger. Yeah, Kept and it I stack small. Tips. Everybody record the strings once. Yeah. I normally like to stack vocals, background vocals. We record our vocals once. That's cool, though. Yeah. So, so where it is, put them in spots, and then that's it. I'm not doubling anything. Yeah. I'm not doing anything. I'm just finding the space, and I'm going to make it sound as live as possible. Um, and then we're going to you know, sell it like that. I don't know when I'm going to finish mixing it because I'm working on Sydney stuff now. So hopefully that'll come quick. She's good. Man, you need to check her out. I will. She's a great singer, man. Yeah. You know, when um, did I tell you? Uh, <laughs> speaking of, listen to this. Uh, so... The reason how I got to this because, you know, you know how you put auto tune sometimes on, on people's vocals just a little bit. You don't have to. I don't. I don't like using auto tune, overusing it. I just right. like it to touch touch it. Yeah. You know, certain spots here and there. And um, auto tune has a new compressor that they're putting out, and I'm on. So I said something. Some people like just poo pooing on auto tune, like it's right. the worst thing. Blah 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 blah. Yeah. And so I go, well, it's not that bad if you know how to use it. Like you just don't overuse it. You know, there's great singers out there that still have autotune on their thing because one people can't afford to come and sing a thousand times in the, in the studio when they're paying for it right and sometimes the vibe is there but it's a little just a, a couple of notes are a little funky you know what I'm saying yeah, just a, sure. you want to keep it yeah, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. so anyway it got too far with Sydney I have never seen an autotune barely move as much as with her oh wow that girl's got great pitch man wow she has got great pitch matter of fact so much so I didn't tell her like there was one part of the song, like, I was like, I don't even know if I'm going to use this. Like, I don't, I don't even know if I need to put this on here. Like, and so I've got it to where, yeah, you know, you, you, it's like, it goes. Yeah. Just, just that. a little bit. Just, yeah. just, and it really doesn't need it, but she's such a great singer, man. She check out. I'll that, check the her single, out. Name Sydney her what? Singer, Sydney Wright. The, okay. the single's called. Sydney uh, Wright? No, Sydney, no, Sydney Scott. Okay. I'm just going to say I'm Sydney just, Wright's amazing. I'm messing yeah. up everybody's name. The Emily she was Wolf. in your thing that, yeah. I love Sydney. I just yeah. saw Sydney playing at uh, at the Easy Tiger. No, Sydney Scott. And the name of her song that we have out right now. 
that she has out right now on Spotify is called Maybe You Were Right. All right. Oh, my God. So I, I, I was excited because I did see some stuff about the string, tet, a string quartet at the, at the O4 Center. And I thought that that was just, that was like, oh, this is a cool, like, side oh, yeah. band that Ray can do. That would be really awesome. Well, normally I do that. Yeah. Normally that's what I do. But there? for this one, yeah, there are stuff like that, little stuff like that, house concerts. Yeah. But um, like I said, when it turned into that, so now I got this album with drums, I might as well try to replicate that and do it so it's, it's gonna be in um February. it's exciting yeah it's gonna be fun yeah man. katie marie again you know katie marie uh from leyline on drums oh no 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 i don't know katie marie on drums i thought uh, mendez was playing with you no not for this all girl band okay. let's see let's oh, see this, let's see changes some sorry. things you know i'm not a, <laughs> i'm all for him whatever he wants to do <laughs> he may want to talk to megan first but i'm just saying it's katie marie on drums <laughs> Why we about to get canceled, Johnny? I'm about to get your whole show canceled. Um, Katie Marie on drums, Amanda Jarman on bass. Oh yeah. Um, the string quartet. And That's then, who's playing at stateside. Yeah. Okay. No, 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 no. The stateside. Okay, confusing me. Okay, so what are we talking about? I was the, talking about the stateside. Oh, the stateside show. Yeah. show. yeah. Oh, the stateside show is gonna be my band. Okay. John Ray on drums. Okay. Um, the regular band, John Ray on drums. I don't have the quartet playing with me. On, um, it's just the two string players. Okay, okay. Camille Scheiss from American Dreamer, um, <clears throat> Kimberly's uh, Zonecki on violin, Mexican Chocolate, of course. Everybody knows him. People know him more than I. Man, I, the, sometimes when he doesn't show up at the show, people just like, Phew. oh man. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm here. <laughs> I was like, shoot. Um, Mexican Chocolate, um, Tate Farrar, you know Tate. Yeah. Tate Farrar on electric guitar, Mariana on keys, and um, and then Tom. Tom is using Amanda Jarman on bass. And John Ray is the drummer, and then Daniel David's playing with him on guitar. Okay, yeah, it's gonna be a mess. Gonna be it is going to be a fun show. I told Mexican Chocolate when we go out, when we first go out, we need to take this all in. Yeah, because this might be like Bill Withers said. I said when we got there, let's look around. It might be as good as it gets. Yeah, you know, enjoy it and enjoy every every second of it. I think we're gonna come out to Drake's song. You know that song started from the bottom. Yeah. Now we- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had a I had a manager. He was a great guy, the Scottish guy Martin Hanlon, and he always. Oh, I, I think you know him because I remember when we were all recording with Mike McCarthy. Like Spoon was in there, Seven Stones was in there, Gowdy was in there. It was the before we got signed stuff from Guy from Spoon. Uh, um. Anyway, uh, this guy Martin, he'd always be like, "Hey, Johnny, don't forget to enjoy yourself." Because I'd be all stressed out. Oh, wait, about wait, wait. What's his name again? Martin Hanlon. Hand, yes, I think I know what yeah, you're yeah. talking about. Once you said that, that accent, yeah. I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. He's got a, hey, Johnny, enjoy yourself, boy. And you're like, <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, this is fun. You're, you chose a fun career. Have fun doing it. I know, man. Yeah. That's why I, that's why I got a, people, that's why I got a full-time job because it, I don't want to make it not fun. Yeah. It's like, I don't want this. I don't want yeah. to be like, yeah. I can't do you it. You don't want to resent. I had that thing happening to me in the early 2000s, like after the whole Gaudi thing. Like I, I went and painted houses for like a year yeah. with my friend Dickie because I was just like, you know, man, I, I fucking hate going to play. Like I hated it. You know what I'm saying? Just And that's that, weird because it's it so fun. Playing to, playing to pay the bills is hard work. It's hard. Because then you're taking gigs that you don't want to play. Like yeah. I don't leave the, leave the house unless I want to. Yeah, people like saying, "Well, you play." It's like, do you know how many gigs I turned down? I was like, I don't, <laughs> I don't. One, I don't care about playing that much anymore. If I, if I, the only reason I do still play live is because I can't. I know these people ain't gonna just come to my house and play for nothing. 
Yeah. Like the band, they're not going to do that. So they want to play live somewhere. Yeah. So I got to play somewhere and pay them something to, to get them invested. So don't let me win the lottery, though, Johnny. Woo! Imagine. If I win the lottery, to, is it this tonight? I don't know. I don't. I don't even play with the lottery. Oh, I, w- I do want to get one eight point one point eight billion. Oh, that's a lot. Yeah, I mean for twenty dollars, the the man, I, I gotta try. Risk, yeah. Oh yeah, I gotta yeah. try. I, I, I need to do it today. I didn't know if it was yesterday, but one point eight billion. Lord have mercy. That's a lot. That's a lot. So, are you doing like Dripping Springs Songwriter Festival yep. this year? Yep. And uh, what else happens after the after the fifteenth? Are you doing so a Waterloo the, thing for the record or? After the 15th? Oh, you're talking about as far as promoting as the record? As far as like what's going on with, with Ray after the big so show after at the record, the, the very next, you know, I'm, 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 I'm having two very fun shows um, back to back that are, that can't be more different that I'm looking forward to. The 15th is, is a big old thing. Yeah. Statesman, right? Then the next week we play Raw High Trails house concert. Oh, that's cool. And it's just the most intimate, coolest Coolest people, yeah. Dino and Leslie are just the coolest people. We play once a year. They found found us at the Dripping Springs song. Oh, really? Festival. Yeah. And so that's back to back. Two things I'm looking forward to. I haven't been able to not that we're like a ticket away from selling out. Yeah, I can start talking about it. But um, I'm gonna play that, and then that's the in that in September, and then October, the Dripping Springs summer. Oh, I'm playing the um, the um, the Buda. Is it Buda? Mm-hmm. Buda Song Festival, right? Oh, there's one in Buda now? Yeah. Wow. Wait, is it called the... Um, these people are going to kill me. Um, it's a Buda Songwriting Festival. I don't know. Not that Songwriting Festival, but yeah. the music, music Festival. Okay. I think that's what it is. But it's, that's September 22nd. No, September 20... Yeah. Hang on, let me look at these dates. But it's coming. People can find it's, it all. Once you once this sells out, you'll post them all on... Uh, on oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, 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 and I told the people before. So it's on the 22nd. I told I told uh, Dino and them and said, "Listen, I I'll do that as Bass Drop." Okay, Bass Drop. Bass oh drop, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Bass Drop Music Festival. Cool. That's on the twenty second. Bass Drop Music Festival, and I'm playing on that day, and then I'm playing the Rawhide, and that in September, and then October is the. Oh, and then uh, October is uh, the Dripping Springs twenty to twenty second, mm-hmm. and then uh, November, November fourth, my bucket list, Johnny. Americana Fest. No, no. I'm opening. Me and Mexican Chocolate are opening for um, Malfred Milligan. No way. Where? Yeah. Saxon Pubs? No, at the O4 Center. Oh, awesome. Malfred Milligan, November 4th. And then the week after that, I played my last show of the year. No, not, not my last show of the year, but I played another house concert that we played, Peggy's on the Ledge. Oh, yeah. I love that. They're, they're great. We met them through Black Fret. So um, I've got another shows. I look. That's what I'm saying. I got shows I'm looking forward to. Yeah, yeah. That's exciting. You know, it's like I got shows I'm looking forward to. Um I, I, I'm just, I'm, it's just surreal. When, when, when um, he reached out to me, asked me if I could, I was like, man. Malford, reach out? Yeah. You know how, like, I used to see you in Storyville. Yeah, yeah. Back in the day thinking, man, this guy's great. Yeah. It's like, I would love to play with him. And then like years later, I'm about to be on the same stage with him, open up for him. That's just crazy. That is crazy. How the world works. Yeah, I know. We did a song together during the pandemic. Oh, you did? Mm-hmm. Um, called, uh, uh, Man, you know what? I'm Johnny. I'm not what I used to be. What is, what is the name of that song? You write too many songs. I mean, not you know, too that, many, but it's hard to keep that's up. That's what it's it like is. It's like if you had kids and you're like, uh, Chris, Michael, wh- whatever your name is. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and don't lie to me because I'll find out. Isn't that a Bill Cosby thing? <laughs> it's Because <he, he>, <laughs> I live here and I'll find out. <laughs> he brought me the lyrics and um, 
it's a it's a it's a um it's is is it was about not calling someone the n-word and he wanted me to finesse the words and i was like okay i'll do it this will be my last political one though and so we wrote it and um he's supposed to he's supposed to sing on it but then he moved he went back to uh, amsterdam or yeah whatever. yeah and i was like oh well, i can't wait for you i was like well you mind if i sing it and, and put it on my album he's like sure and so yeah I can, I can I can hear the beat I can hear all the things don't 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 but I don't remember when uh oh you know uh there was a song you did with my friend Anders yes yeah and you know what is Anders listening to this Anders I don't know Anders he because he keeps telling me because I want to get my practice on and I I love the song and that's the kind of stuff I want to practice on like mixing yeah he's supposed to send me Anders you're still supposed to send me the folder Tell so him. I can get my mix on. That guy's so, talented, huh? Yeah. I oh, was, yeah. I work with this company called Song Division where you go and, and it's really weird. You go and to like a, a corporate event mm-hmm. and you do this presentation and then you break off and you go write a song with like 35 to 50 people in one hour about their goals. Write a song? Yeah. It's real hard, but it's really it's really fun. Oh, so these aren't other songwriters. These are these are, these other are people that like sue from accounting and stuff like that. Oh, like they, that you so teach you, them, like you you okay. get them to write a song is like a team building thing. Oh. And uh, I did one in uh, like at the beginning of March in uh, in Arizona, like in Phoenix or something. And he was on it. And we ended up like hanging out. I pay that pays. one night talking. It pays all right. Oh. He used to pay a lot better. But it, it does, it does pay, I mean, it pays, you know. Anything has corporate behind it. Yeah. They usually pay. It's a pretty huge thing. Like, it, there's some people, like, sometimes you have to do, like, a, a cover set. But what you do is all these different people go and write songs in these groups, and then you have a battle of the bands an hour later. Like, you come back and teach, everybody teaches the band their songs, and then every, we get up and do the songs. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, yeah. that sounds fun. Actually. It is pretty fun. It's it's very like under the gun. Some people hate it, but some people love it. Like I love it because you meet people like Anders and people from all over the the country. Oh, okay. You know, there's people flying in from everywhere. That sounds pretty cool. Yeah, seems like be right up my alley. Yeah, it would be up your alley. I think you would like it. Get people's um, put a put it to put their thoughts and stuff to a melody. Switch around a little bit. But it's got to be really fast. Oh yeah, yeah. it's really intense. How many minutes you get? Thirty minutes. You get an hour to write a song with that many, and you break up the song like in groups. Like you got verse one, you got verse two, you guys are the chorus, you got verse three. Well, you never know. Wrote Barcelona in, in ten minutes. Yeah, that's that. You, you know how it is. Sometimes you yes, bam, 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 bam. Yeah, till the end. Wrote that in like twenty minutes. Yeah. Sometimes a song speaks to you. But I don't think that's gonna happen when you're in a group like that. Fifty people yelling <laughs> no, at your name. No, and plus you're writing about something you don't have any feeling about. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like, hey, we're trying to meet our goals this year and. To have more output and <laughs> <I'm trying> <laughs> whatever things. My goals <laughs> yeah, this year. Exactly. Hey, 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 hey. Um, uh, so, dude, uh, this album's great. Congratulations. It comes out on, uh, there's no singles out before it, right? No, no, no. Okay. Am I allowed to play a song from it? On yeah. Here? I can? Yeah. And just choose which one? I mean, it'll be broken up, so which, even if someone ever, copied it. Yeah, it'll oh, yeah, oh, song. yeah. Okay. Um, I'll probably do Mr. Midlife. There you go. That's the uh, seems to be the. Uh, that's the one they're playing on radios. Yeah, that's the one that gets me the uh, that I connected <laughs> with the most. Sadly, <laughs> having anxiety that's, that's, and hating being old. <laughs> it just happened this morning, Ray. I really did. Like I opened up that the Facebook, and I'm like, oh look, people tag me. I was like, oh god, <laughs> Jesus, man, that's what's happening. People, man, I'm telling you, getting getting older is just 
It's like I'm scared. To sh- I'm scared to shave my beard because I'm like maybe I have three chins on the hair. It's Who like, knows what's going on? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. Yeah, I was just I saw. Uh, when was I on it? I think you were on there too. Uh, Bobby Sharon's podcast. Oh yeah. <laughs> I made Crazy. the mistake of sitting like facing him like from the side and just my whole profile thing. I was just like, oh my God, that's an hour and a half of just that shot of my face. Oh my God. He's like, did you watch it, man? I'm like, is there a way to just listen to it, man? I, I, don't, I can't look well, at it. Well, I got, I got tagged when y'all tagged me about the worst guy and I watched it. Yeah. With you and I'm um, you making fun of me. You oh, then she looks pretty facing the camera. And now I look like this weird, you know, I, honest, I did not notice that. I did not notice that at all. <laughs> that, that's all in your head. That, yeah. that did not notice that at all. Yeah. Well, that's, how the anxiety starts right it's all in your head because it is it's exactly crazy. what it is yeah not but 85 percent of it's probably just all in your mind you know yeah. what i'm saying it's just like no i wouldn't even worry about it yeah well dude congratulations on uh, honestly like i have uh, i know i've said this to you before but you're like your work ethic and the your output all your stuff is great you are getting better Thank you. And I don't mean that in a weird condescending way. I just mean it in a great way. Like no, to see somebody that. grow and like now you're like recording your own stuff. I know you've been doing it for a while, but now you've really branched out and this stuff sounds good. And like, Thank you. Yeah. Congratulations, I man. That's all, that's all I want to do is keep growing, keep yeah. learning and um, get better at the mixing part of it. Yeah. So I can, I can always do that from home. Yeah. So... All right, people, if you, if, you, if you want these last two tickets, if they're still available when this comes out, Friday, September 15th, Paramount Stateside, uh, Ray Prim, full band with special guest Tom Meany, our friend here on the show. Tom had a podcast. He let the, he stopped it. <laughs> Tom's podcast <laughs> had three episodes. He did have three episodes? I, I think I so. remember I, I did was one, on one Natalie of Price. It was like you, me, Natalie Price, and then yeah, that's it. Yeah. yeah. Then, then maybe oh there was one three seven you had a great logo and everything those are the three I was talking about oh there was one episode no 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 there are three episodes oh okay yeah. okay yeah let's go say those are the three you had he got all this equipment and I was like you know what it was I think he thought I was going to do it with him I was like I'm not doing no podcast yeah okay? I, I, it really takes a lot of commitment it does that and it, it's like it's not easy like when people tell you they want you to be a, you should be a stand up comedian that's not easy stuff. Like, y'all don't understand. It's like, me suck talking in between songs is not the same as standing on stage yeah. for 30 minutes trying exactly to entertain right, y'all. Yeah. Like, doing a podcast for an hour, like, talking like this and having yeah. things to talk about yeah. and make, having the ability to make a conversation to keep going. Right. That's the skill set. I'm not, I'm not doing that. not what you're doing. That. No. I'm no. Not I'm not good at that. Well, dude, great job. And, uh, Check out six when it comes out on uh, September fifteenth on vinyl. vinyl. Spin it on your records, baby. Vinyl. Spin it. We got tricked. You got tricked, baby. America got tricked. Go to rayprim.com for all your. Thanks, dude. Thank you. All right, gang. That was Ray Prim. His EP six comes out on Friday, September fifteenth. He is celebrating with that stateside show. But gang, the tickets are sold out. Congratulations to him and my friend Tom Meany for having a sold-out release show already. All right? Go to RayPrim.com for all of your Ray Prim needs. Hope you enjoy that song, Mr. Midlife. You can hear it in its entirety by buying the record when it comes out on uh, on Friday, September 15th. All right, gang? And listen, gang, when you're out there checking out RayPrim.com, don't forget that you can subscribe, subscribe to this podcast, wherever it is you can find podcasts, be it. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Overcast, tune in. But listen, gang, if you're subscribed on Stitcher, get off of there. Go subscribe somewhere else. Subscribe. 
set it set an alarm there's that little alarm bell on spotify so you get a notification get a notification man you never know who's going to be on the show you never know i want to thank ray for coming on the on the show and talking to me i love that dude hope you have a great weekend and listen gang if you're listening to this the day that it comes out friday august 18th that's a uh, fastball is playing in tomball at Main Street Crossing. Go to fastballtheband.com for tickets. Have a great weekend. Whatever you're doing, let's get down. Oh, I don't